Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Realville universe. The full sport press podcast proudly brings to you the wrestling podcast live from the Million Dollar Man's Limousine, 808s and Chair Shots. I am your host, Jeff, in all caps, like Walter. And I'm joined, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined as always by my co-host Neek Bedlam. Neek, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? How y'all feeling today? Neek, we we a little off schedule a little bit. That's on me. How's everything going for you, brother? Everything's going all right. Just going, man. Slowly yeah. but surely. That's it. That's it. That's all you can do at this point. But we all right though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let everybody know where they can find you on social media, Neek. You can find me on Twitter and IG under the name Not Your Main Neek. <laughs> Somebody looking for you right now. <laughs> Somebody. I don't know who it is. But yeah, that's where you can find me on. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at jeasley 84 across all social media platforms. And you can follow the show on Instagram and the Facebook at 808s and chair shots. Nick, let them know about the Twitters. On Twitter, we've been known as 808s, chair shots. No and because there is a character limit on Twitter. Still. Hey, man. Twitter, we have a good time over there. Shout out to everybody who yeah. came back during the um, the Facebook, Instagram debacle. Oh, and, that was and, they, and they haven't left yet. Some people just haven't left yet. They're still there. Some need to leave. Yeah, it's getting a little weird for some. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah, too much of a good tweet thing. a little bit too much. <laughs> It's been, some, it's been some stuff though. It's been some yeah, it has. It has. It's been some wild. It's been a wild couple of weeks. But anyway, um, <laughs> make sure you follow the other shows on the, on the network. What shows that you ask? On Mondays, we got the Full Sport Press podcast. That's myself. That's Jay Ho. That's Coach Locke. That's How Weezy. That is the cameraman. We're talking about all day sports each and every Monday. Then on Wednesdays, we got the Old Deck TV hip hop show. That's Animal Brown. That's Spike Lou. They're giving you your hip-hop fix each and every week. Then you got us on Thursdays. Ain't always some chest shots, man. Wrestling. That's what we talking. Professional wrestling. wrestling, sports entertainment, wrestling, whatever you, however you want to look at. We got you covered on each Dude, and every Thursday. Likes. Hey. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? We're not going to give a preview right now, Nick. Let's just let them know. Let's just get going. What's we talking about? First things first. All right, first things first, we had the WWE draft. Okay. At least it just happened. You know, for people that don't know, that's when the WWE decides to so-called mix it up and put mm-hmm. certain wrestlers on one brand and certain on the other. Yeah. And, you know, it was pretty interesting who they picked first and who's left off the list. And also something else happened in between of that. So. Uh-oh. What'd you think about some of the um, picks? Uh, they were safe. I mean, Seth Rollins going to Raw made sense. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad they didn't break up AJ and Amos just yet. I think AJ is going to um, AJ is going to be a good foil for Big E here after either before or after Seth. That's going to be a good test for Big E once he gets past his Drew McIntyre thing. I'm not sure what they got going with that, but. I think they they lined up a couple of good options for Big E um, for the belt, so I'm I'm happy with it. So that was my that was my biggest take was that Drew's going to SmackDown and Big E staying on Raw, and he's got Seth Rollins and he's got AJ as his probably his two main focuses once AJ and Obama are done with the uh, 
the RK bro guys. Right, right, right. I can easily I now do want to see a AJ Big E program. I want to see that. That's gonna be very interesting. Also on the SmackDown side, get Roman and Drew gonna get each other. Yeah. And you know, it's very interesting that they put the women's tag team champions on Raw still completely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had some other picks, a couple of people that didn't get picked as well. Um, I would like seeing the fact that they put, let me see, who is it, if I'm right. They separated the whole Jinder Mahal crew thing. So that's interesting putting Jinder Mahal on SmackDown (laughs) with Shanky and Veer on Raw. And I think, you know, this separation would do. Also, the biggest surprise for me is um, them putting Gable Stevenson on Raw. Yeah, I like it. Let him him, him take over the mid-card. That's surprising right there. Okay. And... I wasn't. I was shocked at that when Damian Priest staying on Raw. That's mm-hmm. good. Bobby Lashley staying on Raw. Yeah. Also, inter. Also, keeping that, keeping some very even competition for Big E whenever yeah. it's time to defend. Yeah. But the thing that really surprised me is that they basically just ended the women's tag team division. <laughs> They just said, nah, y'all don't need this no more. So basically, it's going to be a lot of makeshift teams. Which I hate. Which is, yeah, which is kind of crazy. But Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash going to have to go get a couple of teams that they're just going to pick and put together. So that's not the best move, if I feel. I feel. I don't see that division lasting much longer, man. I don't see but... them as long either, man. That's messed up. Y'all just got these belts. Yep. They gonna go the way of the European and the hardcore belt and all that. That's what that's gonna be. And that's a sad sight. That's sad. <laughs> sad. Um, yeah, so I think they did pretty well evening out everything. Ricochet going to SmackDown. He needs some fresh air over there. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor jump back off on everything Raw. over there. <laughs> yeah. Let him jump off everything over there. That works. Mm-hmm. So I think they did some very good picks. It's just that I hate that they ended the women's tag division without a problem right there. That's the thing I didn't like. All right. Let's talk about WWE Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. AKA Saudi money, Saudi dirty money. Mm-hmm. Um, got the card here. Looks very good here. Saudi dirty money is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, we already know why they're going over there. Come on now. We, yeah. We know. We know. The, we know the deal. We know the deal. Yeah. All right. So we got the Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Give me Saudi okay. Arabia with the big match. Mm-hmm. What you think on that one? I guess Saudi Arabia paid enough money, and they they got that super. What was it called? Super Royal Rumble that first time and said, "Nah, we're not uh-huh. doing this crap. 
We want a nope. real show. <laughs> so, stop, stop playing yeah. with our money. Yeah. Ever since then, they've gotten real shows, and I'm just not. I'm. I, I don't know, man. Like, I got a feeling something, and they've they've done this with the last two times. Something big is going to happen over there, and that's what's scary. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what, but this is going to be a big match, man. I wish it was WrestleMania, but it's going to be a big match. Yeah, I wish it was too. Still wish it wouldn't have been Bob versus Brock, but here we are. Oh, I think we're still gonna Bob versus Brock, and I'm gonna tell you yeah. why in a minute. Wow, what do you think we're getting at? Um, I can see Bob versus Brock still happening simply because Brock is a free agent mm-hmm. and they moved Drew to SmackDown for a reason. It ain't no way in hell they let Biggie keep that belt until WrestleMania. I tell you that now. So, <laughs> so if he does, it's gonna be crazy. If he does, I'd be so surprised. So we still may get Bob versus Brock at WrestleMania, and okay. we're gonna get Drew versus Roman at WrestleMania, and Roman's gonna be Drew. Hmm. Yeah. All right. We got the SmackDown Women's Championship: Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Good old triple threat. For yeah, this title. is a great card. God, this is a great card. <laughs> yeah, this is a shocker. They're gonna look. They're gonna look because they're gonna know they got to wear like. I mean, not, not saying they they scantily clad or anything, but they got to wear like long t shirts and everything over there. They, so they'll be covered. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be diff, it's gonna be funny to watch, but I, I'm gonna be tuned in for this. If I don't watch anything else, I'm watching this. One. Yeah, it's gonna be in the middle of the day, so hopefully I can sneak and watch it. Oh, man, you know me, work from home, show it's gonna be on. You better right, believe it. <laughs> I got to speak to do everything. This the best part about this is like being able to watch stuff like that your live events during the day. Right, the best part about it. Right, I got a WWE Championship: Big E versus Drew McIntyre. See, I don't get this. Is the one I don't understand right here. Like, I guess they just had to get the big names on the card because mm-hmm. it's. See, I th- so here's what I thought. I thought this week, and I think we're probably going to talk about this later, I thought they were going to do something weird and turn New Day heel. Right. I thought that was coming because they're definitely not turning Drew heel. That's not going to happen. And if you turn New Day heel and you have all three of them as heels, them versus Drew makes sense. Them turning or them turning, them winning the king in the ring and making sure uh, Xavier Woods gets it makes sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was going to be the thing, but it doesn't look like it is. Right. Doesn't look like that at all. It doesn't. But solid match. Meaty men. What what is it? Big meaty men slapping meat. That's what he called it. That's what it is. (laughs) Big meaty men slapping meat, which they failed to trademark. That's crazy. All right. Um, Bobby real Nash. quick, though. Real quick. Big E's a winner. Got the fight this weekend. At the, at yeah, Big e. yeah, this yeah. is what's called Big E's Big Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Shout she out said, to him. She, she said they're not dating. Who cares? But he, he was there, though. He was there. He, he was right there. there. He right there. And but um, we got Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg in a no DQ match. Yeah, whatever. That means Goldberg dies in what seven minutes this time or eight? Uh, six. Six. Yeah. 
strong six. Unless they do something stupid and let Goldberg son get a roll up win or something. Right. Some weird, but all right. Yeah. We have the Raw Tag Team Championship match, RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Amos. This is a great card, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you think it topped it so far. This is like a can't miss like big four, big three card right here. Like this is dope. right now. This. Yeah. All right. We got Mansoor versus yeah. Mustafa Ali. And with this. <laughs> You know, but this is on there. Yeah, I say this is homegrown stuff right here, so I get it. Yeah, gonna be a good two or five live match, two or five live match. And last but not least, Seth Rollins, Edge, Hell in a Cell. I don't know if they've been watching if the AEW is putting like pressure on them or what, but. This the best card they've had all year, like right. <laughs> top to bottom, like match to match. Like this is SummerSlam, this WrestleMania. Like this is the best card they've had all year. That is amazing. Only thing missing is New Day versus Street Profits to make it a you know what I mean, tag team or New Day Street Profits and Usos in a triple threat tag team. That's all I'm missing. <laughs> I definitely be like, yo, I can leave work early and watch that match. Yeah. But uh, hey, this is the most solid car they had in a while. Long time. In a while. Now, two things I did not discuss was the King of the Ring final and the Queen Queen's Crown final that is also gonna go down at um Crown Jewel. Why? Because we're gonna lead to this. <laughs> what do you think about those two? tournaments going on right now because I think they are both just trashed right now. <laughs> I can't believe they did trademark Queen in the Ring. That's number one. Yeah. Like, how the hell you like, there's so many things wrong with them and them trademarks. They'll trade something about a Warriors, but not Queen yeah. of the Ring. So that's that's probably the, the first thing that I, that I see. Like, huh, how did I didn't trademark that? But, so there's that. Um, and then also, I guess my only thing, how can I word this without sounding pessimistic? Too late. Okay, go ahead. You got it. Go right. Go right go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying, I, I don't see how. Okay. I get it. Like you, you didn't want to put everybody in there because there's certain people that have views going on. You don't want them mixed up in that for two or three weeks. But this is like a, it's like you say, it's a mid, like a pretty mid lineup they got going, right? <laughs> but you know, who's your favorite at this point? When it comes to the men's side, yeah. I'm automatically just going ahead and say it's Finn Balor. Makes sense. Automatic. Demon King, Prince of Dark. Yeah. Yeah. King, King Demon. Yeah. That that makes, that rings bells. Sorry, Xavier Woods, but gotta go with Finn Balor on that one. Queens wise, well, we all know that's Shayna Baszler. You think? I mean, who else? Look at it. Look at the bracket. (laughs) All right. 
Now you got it. Look at it. You got it. Again, look at it. Where the hell is Asuka? Asuka's injured. Now, go back to the, we're going to go to the men's first. Then I'm going to go to the women. Okay. Now, we had a chance to actually get an Xavier Woods versus Kofi Kingston match, which would have made a lot of sense and how I feel about it because the story would have been pretty good. And we didn't get that. We get Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods, and it's kind of like, here we go with this again. And now I'm looking at it, it might be Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal. Yeah. If they decide to put Xavier Woods over, that'd be crazy. But I can easily see it being Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal when it comes to the men's side. As for the women. You're right. <laughs> How can it not be Shayna Baszler? Exactly. And also, I don't like the fact that they're doing this tournament and they're only getting like two minutes worth of match time in. Yeah. That doesn't help. How does that help? The, how does that help you make this tournament look legit by having them wrestle two minutes? I don't think they're trying to make it look legit at this point. I don't even want, I don't think they even trying because Shayna Baszler won her match in one minute and 25 seconds. Dewdrop won hers in three minutes. Liv Morgan lost hers in one minute and 40 seconds. And Zelina Vega won in two minutes and 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's just trash. Like, you go back to the men's side, here are the numbers of this one. Eight minutes, 1125, 1055, 855. Mm-hmm. The whole women's side is not even near one match on the men's side in time. Yeah. So it's unfair and you're not making this look legit. And you're making a great idea and you turn it into something that you just put it together and say, fine, y'all can have it. Just like the same thing with the women's tag belts. It just feels like, hey, since we got these for the men, y'all need to have one for the women. So here, have these women's tag belts, whatever, gone out, gone out our face. That's how it feels mm-hmm. right now. So on the women's side, Shannon Baszler was win this because I really think it would have been better for them to put Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler for the finals. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they did. Terrible decision. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, I'm with you. I'm sorry. It's just terrible storytelling, terrible all around when it comes to the women's side of it. Men's side has its flaws, but it's not as bad as they did the women. All right. We had two episodes of Dark Side of the Rain that went past. Okay. We had Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. And we also had ours on Biker Bedlam, a.k.a. We finna be a biker and do all this crime and be a wrestler. <laughs> so there's nothing you can do about it. So did you yeah. see any one of those episodes? No, I'm gonna be real. 
I'm gonna be real. Wow. The, the reason why we're the reason why we are recording at a later time is because I've been working like uh I don't want to say a Hebrew slave, but you know, you know those old terms. Working I've been hard. working crazy, working hard. hard, working hard for the money. So yeah. So needless to say, I'm gonna catch up on everything this week. I report I haven't even seen, finished heels yet. Wow. Yeah. I ain't gonna be honest that either. Yeah, so I'm gonna be honest on that one. I get a chance to finish it yet. I ain't gonna lie, I was watching Squid's game, Squid Games. So <laughs> I don't even I, I ain't started that one yet. Yeah, that one is wild in its own right. So yeah, I hear. So I, I saw the Johnny K9 one, better known as I saw both of them really. So Johnny K9, Bikers Bombs, and Bedlam. Yeah. And you had Frontier, Martial Arts Wrestling. They were the first one to do the whole explosion death matches. No, AEW tribute to one of their matches mm-hmm. as well. Basically a hardcore match to before, I mean, hardcore wrestling away before ECW became <laughs> what it was. And you know what I'm saying? it's Without, without them, you won't have ECW, basically what I feel. Okay. Um, it was a very interesting story about the um, creator Onita. You know, got involved with the mob over there, the Yakuza. A lot of things like it's it's very interesting. Dark side of the ring. They 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 firing on all cylinders this season, man. Right, and it's if you watch it, you'll be like, wow, okay, they were just wilding out. Yeah, it sounded like. And it was, you know, whole lot of explosion, whole lot like Mick Foley came on and talked about his experience there, and the way he talked about like women even coming up jacked up. Mm. Sabu talking the same, you know. Terry Funk shot to him. He was on there talking as well. Good that Terry Funk still out here kicking, man. Yeah, that's all right. And also, I originally found out that the influence of him doing this was a match that happened in Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo, Mississippi. With the Honky Tonk Man and Jerry, the King Lawyer, and <laughs> Superstar Bill Dundee. And that's a that's a Memphis that's a Memphis wrestling card if there ever was one. Yep. Terry Funk. Honky Tonk Man, Jerry Lawler, and Superstar Bill Dundee. <laughs> yep. Superstar Bill Dundee, aka five foot three, the rudest dude ever. Man, that is that is Dashville. That is Memphis Fairgrounds wrestling right there, buddy. Let me yep. tell you the main event. <laughs> yep, and that's how he started one to do the whole deathmatch scene. So mm. very interesting history, very good outcome you learn a lot from them and it was a very good episode check it out now to johnny k9 like for what was said he was a guy that you wouldn't expect to get in trouble mm-hmm. so when this whole thing was found out the whole every promotion was shot huh. So that's the craziest thing about it. Like he was a quiet dude. He didn't do much. You know, a lot of people would say, but you know, he it worked. Like he ended up doing. He worked at Smoky Mountain Wrestling with Jim Jim Cornette. Of course. And you know, being the heel, 
worked there, got the name of Johnny K9. Cornette didn't like the name, but he ended up getting, I mean, but it still it still worked for him. So credibility worked. Mm-hmm. Smashing beer bottles on top of people's heads and you know, like, it works. Um then they got to talking about the crime side of him with him and his gang. They had police, you know, they had a sergeant on there talking about it. And man, they were doing they were some wild boys. Whenever the police sergeant got a talk on your uh dark side of the rain, you know you was wild. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and Lance Storm was was on there talking. I was like, wow, okay, Lance, and you know, Johnny K9's now widowed wife, I think, who was a stripper when he when he met her, she was talking. I'm with it. And in most of the stuff that she was saying, I was like, wow, okay. Um yeah. When they started closing on the game, you know, they got bombings, they got drug charges, extortion. Um, okay. They had SWAT team come in. That man, look, they was out there. So he was sentenced in two thousand. You know, when ended up even going going to Vancouver, mm-hmm. and yeah. Then, you know, went back to prison. Like, it's crazy, man. It's just some murders involved. Man, the whole thing was... <laughs> Ooh, boy. Okay. Ooh, boy. Yeah. So, that episode, I think you should watch because it's very interesting. Very interesting. I'm on it. All right. Let me see what else I got on my paper of justice. All right, it's time for Black Wrestlers that you should know. Let's do it. All right, last time I did a man, so now it's time for a woman. I'd like to even it out around here. We got it. And I'm going to go with Willow Nightingale. Um, She has a long list that she worked with. She worked with um a particular company that we're about to talk about after this. Um, She worked with Shimmer. She was on AEW. Okay. She was on, she's on ROH right now. She's got her win the other day, I think. And she's also been on Battle Club Pro and Queens of Combat. And then, King, I mean, Queens of Combat, she won the tag titles there with guess who? Who we got? Faye Jackson. Mm. Forming the team known as Thick and Juicy. I remember that. <laughs> had the titles for a whole year. A whole <sighs> year. Overall, she's a very good wrestler, very charismatic. She's very hard worker. I think a lot of people would love to have her on their promotion. And I think a lot of people would like her, you know. <laughs> they're, they're a nice person there you know hey so my black wrestler to know is miss willow nightingale like it. okay right now let's talk about a particular promotion that comes back 
by the name of WOW, better known as Women of Wrestling, owned by Miss Jenny Bust of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, yeah. And they decided to make their comeback, and they're going to have a deal with CBS. Yep. Which is dope. Um, they decided to bring back Miss CM Punk, aka AJ Mendez, mm-hmm. to be this. They have to do um if I'm doing if I'm commentary and they're gonna be executive producer. Also, they decided they're going to sign the Beast, which has been their champion for a while, Black woman as well. And they decided to bring back the Chin. I was wondering how you felt about that. <laughs> the chin, I was waiting for you to get to that. The chin that probably puts dents in pillows. Oh, man. Tessa chin. Blanchard is now back wrestling. And yeah. Yeah. For those that don't know, Tessa Blanchard was accused of doing racial things yeah she has some wild wild stuff wild there. racial things she, she has a long list of things really yeah including things that involved the wwe and which is why they didn't want her back and you know then add the racial things spinning on a black woman calling her the n-word add the fact that she had a title and didn't want to return back over the country to get the title back yeah, so she had a long list of things that will make you say, why are you putting on a promotion? But they decided to put her on WOW and the way it looks. She's going to be the main star of the show. And also, she's the casting director. Mm. Yeah. So what you think on that? Uh. I like, I, let me start by saying I love the idea. Um, I think it creates, you know, another day of wrestling, probably. <laughs> and, probably yeah. and it gives us, uh, I hate saying this this way, a niche audience for women's wrestling. So mm-hmm. it gives people who want to see, you know, good storytelling. Because I, I know the storytelling is going to be good. I have a, because it's going to be CBS involved. They're going to have the right writers. They're going to take the time. They don't have any expectations, so they get to build a brand. Like it, like AEW had expectations of being the number two brand or, or competing for number one brand. So they had to come out shooting for the stars. This right. has the opportunity to just build and just be what it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I really appreciate that part of it. Like, and you know, the Tessa Blanchard thing is what it is, you know, sucks, but as long as she was too talented for somebody not to say. Well, it was accusations, or for someone to say, uh, well, she's been punished long enough. Hell, Hogan got another job at WWE. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like we didn't think I wasn't naive enough to think she was gone for good for making those statements or those alleged statements or, or spitting on someone. All, all the above, right? So I wasn't naive enough to think that was that she was gone because she's too talented. Too too talented. But we'll see, man. I'm 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 here for it. I'm actually here for it. I ain't here for it. Oh, oh shit. All right. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me get this thing, what I have. And I've learned a lot over the last couple of years, and I really thought about it. It's to me, if you were really sincere on how you feel that nothing happened, 
And in your mind, well, yeah, to you, it might not happen that way. It's you feel something different. Mm -hmm. However, when you double down and triple down on it, what it looks like to me and other people, like, yo, you really did this and you don't really feel like you need to apologize for it. Oh, most definitely. So now that she's on this wrestling promotion, I'm not going to watch it. What's the point of me watching it? Especially when she's the one being pushed as the star. So to me, I feel like she's got the, as Bamoni Jones would say, got the benefit of a doubt and pretty much say, oh, she's learned her lesson, yada, yada, yada. We're going to put her back on and she'll be fine. But to me, that makes what made it worse is the first T-shirt they put out of her. Okay. And it said it says nuclear. Now, for people that don't know about wrestling, heat is something we've got a lot of bumming and rumbling, kind of anger going around. People start to talk. You know, if you have heat, you know, yeah. you can be hot. You just be warm. Sometimes it's not really heat at all. Mm. But people described her heat as nuclear. Yeah. So that's something you don't want to touch. So for them to put that on a t-shirt is kind of like this how you coming back? Yeah. So basically all those things that were said about her to you is just adding on to a mystique? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. So to me, wow, I ain't going to get my views. I'm good. You can okay. have it. It's yours. Okay. I like talk it. About, talk about it on your own free time, not on mine. <laughs> my time is my time. All right. Speaking of which, talking about women, Impact had knockouts, knockout tournament go down this weekend. Okay. Good old Nashville, Tennessee. They did. I got to get to one of them shows, man. I do. Yeah, I, I got to get one of them too. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was nice, you know, to talk about the storylines and professional wrestling when it comes down to their history of having a great women's division. They do. People sleep on the knockouts, impact knockouts has a great division. And I think a lot of people sleep on that. And they had a good history. They had a long, they, I mean, look, they had a lot of great people. Mm-hmm. A lot of great women come through. Yes, sir. So I feel like, yeah, people need need to give them their props for having a great um women's division. But then when you think about it like this, Impact lost the Chin, Ty Valkyrie, Kiara Hogan, Kylie Ray, and Nevea in 15 months. Then they came back and got Deanna Perrazzo, Tyler Wilde. Mickey James, the inspiration, aka the iconics for people that don't know, Chelsea Green, Brandy Lauren, Rachel Eldering, Eldering, and also add Savannah Evans. Impact reloaded. They did on the women's side. Yeah. <laughs> so they done. They have done a very good job. Also, um, Gail Kim announced. A uh, one night tournament. So that's how this came across. The tournament ended with Martin, I mean, Mercedes Martinez 
versus Tasha Steels and Mars and Mercedes won the great match with Tasha Steels. And yeah, they had a other couple matches there as well. Savannah Evans won the Shannon Duffy Sproul Memorial Monsters Ball match. Okay. And the tag team champions, the knockout tag team champions, won their match as well. Nice. And also we got we were treated with Awesome Kong coming back, our lady. She's gonna be put in the Impact Hall of Fame. That that she deserves that. She deserves. She that. deserves. Yeah. And that's why I want to end it with that because hey man, when she we do the that. when we do the one for Black women, she up there. She up there. She up there. <laughs> She's up there, and a lot of people She's up can, there. can deny it, man. We need to do that sometime for the end of the year. Yeah, we need to. I gotta. Ooh, gotta build that list up. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, we got two. Got I mean, people. Hey, we did the yeah, we, we, yeah, we got ten. Yeah, we definitely got, got ten. 10. We definitely got yeah. ten. Yeah. So that was a very great event. Did you see anything on it? Get a chance to on the uh, uh, TNA side. Yeah, I saw the highlights. I definitely saw the highlights. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, great event though, man. Shout out to yeah. Tasha Steels. Shout out to TNA still. I'm sorry, Impact. Excuse me. Impact. Shout out to Impact. Yeah, for still for still figuring this out, it's still being a viable third option between them and Ring of Honor for wrestling. So I appreciate right. it. Right, and they're doing and they're doing well though. Yeah, because doing the expect well. it's back to expectations. The expectations for Impact now have been tempered so much because there was a time when they were the second option. There was a time when they were trying to compete. There was a time when they were trying to keep their lights on. There was a time they couldn't keep their lights on. They were losing distribution all across the board. Like So shout out to them for no matter what, threats of shutdown, threats of anything, they have been a company for the better part, I think, 20 years now. Close to. Right. They're close to 20 yeah. years. If not to, no. No, they're over 20 years. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they've been. Dang. So shout out to them, man. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. Now it's time for random things on the found on the internet. Well, most of them not random, but I found them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this last weekend at the New York Comic Con, you know, they had a black panel up there talking about, you know, black wrestling and, you know, black, you know, black fandom of wrestling and black wrestling and all. Shout out to those guys. Um, <laughs> Faye Jackson, Faye Jackson, Seahawk, <laughs> Tiger Driver 9, you know, a lot of those guys, you know. Yeah. And guess who decides just to show up and be himself? Oh, your MJF. man. That's your man. MJF. <laughs> just to come up there and just be himself. Yeah. And his baby shower scarf. And yo, mess with Seahawk. That's that is the funniest scene ever. <laughs> man. 
So that was hilarious. I had to talk about that. So shout out to them for putting that on, mm-hmm. putting that panel together. And I never, I didn't get a chance to hear the whole thing. So hopefully, I, if I find it, get a chance to listen to it. Yeah. Will Ospreay said that he would embarrass Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and Kenny Omega in the ring. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever. (laughs) You run his mouth too much. But Don, D. Don Callis said this, and I quote, how? By trying to cut a promo? Oh, man. Shout out to him. EC3. He said the day wrestling died for him is when Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt. Wow. Yeah. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Okay. I can understand why he said that, but that's crazy. That that's the moment. All right, Bad Bunny talked about his WrestleMania match. It was like I died and went to heaven. I never sat and watched a recording of one of my concerts, never. But my wrestling fight, I decided I watched it 100 times for like a week. I would go to bed watching it, end quote. And I ain't mad at him because he did a great job. Right. Did a very good job. Okay. Let me see what else I got. I didn't want to talk about this because it involves a certain wrestler, but Mark Henry and Bully Ray decided some days ago that they were going to talk about defending being a bully in the wrestling world. Okay. Yeah, I don't really, I don't want to read too much about that. It's just stupid, like stuff. I mean, that stuff want to apply now, but <clears throat> but I feel like if they did it to the right person, they probably want to get shot. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just be doing that to people, man. Like. Yeah, so, hmm. All right. Let me give more more stuff. All right, it's um, been, I got a lot going on here. I just got stuff written everywhere. It happens. <clears throat> Did you see this new Arn Anderson shirt? <laughs> I heard about it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I heard about it. All right, NSAK Glock Anderson. <laughs> Did he threaten to, threaten to shoot somebody? Yep. Like Is and the shirt design is one of the pen and pixel designs. What? Glock Anderson, send him to the morgue. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I love it, boy. Man, it's just, yeah. Shout out to um, Aaron Anderson, a.k.a. Glock Anderson. Oh, boy. Um, just found out a, com- a couple of days ago, Johnny Gargano, his contract with the WWE expires on December 3rd. Okay. So, what do you think on that one? They not letting him go. At least I don't think so. <laughs> I don't see how they would do that. I don't see how they would either. I don't know. But, hey, all the things have happened. All right, let's talk about something that we... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe... Maybe they do. Because maybe he doesn't fit their their push where they're going right now. Right. I just thought about that. Yeah. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. We don't know. We don't know, but we damn sure gonna hear the rumors increase by the time November come. All right, remember that good old custody battle for a particular wrestler's son? It's about Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> now they had an interview with Dominic Mysterio, and he said his teachers used to be curious if there was actually a custody battle for him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good. That has to be hilarious, bro. So here's what he said. Yeah, no, honestly, it was crazy being a kid and belonging and being on TV because I think the most exciting part about it, I was being away from school. I was in the third grade and the last thing I wanted to do was be in school. Mm-hmm. So I was getting to travel with my dad and, you know, ride bicycles all around the arena. So, like, why would you want to be in school? But then I would come back to school and all the teachers would be curious, like, what's my home life like? Because I didn't know if my dad was my dad or if Eddie was my dad or if there was actually a custody battle for me. So some of my teachers had to pull my mom and my mom aside or my dad when they would come and pick me up and ask them what's the deal because they didn't think it was healthy. Overall, I think kids were kind of like, were kind of like, they were also very curious about my dad was, but I would also tell them like, no, I'm pretty sure my dad is Rey Mysterio. Man, some stuff is just funny, man. Like That is hilarious, man. Like that Some stuff is just funny. It's going to be funny. And I'm just, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> just imagine like you go to school and you're like, yo, your dad about to fight on TV for you? It's insane. Is your dad really your dad? Like, man, that has to be crazy, man. I, <laughs> I, I mean, that had to be, man. Absolutely. Like, imagine being a teacher, though, and not knowing much about wrestling. 
That's where it gets funny. That's even more funny. That's even more because they they only because they're seeing it like, wait, hold up. <laughs> That's why you're not here every week. Yeah. Oh, man, gosh. that is hilarious, man. That has to be hilarious. I'm sorry, man. I'm just still laughing at this, man. Because mm-hmm. there's no way. Like, you go to class in the third grade and your teacher is looking at you like, where have you been for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Crazy, that's crazy. But that is my time when it comes to random things I found on the internet. Cool, man. It's your match of the week, yes? It is? It's my match of the week, huh? Okay. Is it mine? It's yours. It's yours. It's It's mine. It's It's all good. It's all good. All right, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, match of the week time, man. For me, I'm going to keep it simple. I almost cheated and picked a uh, a boxing match because that's how good the boxing match was over the weekend to me. But I'm <laughs> not going to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know why they didn't win. I'm. I'm. R.I.P. You know, to R.I.P. to that man. Hey, he 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 was willing to die for that. Shit. He was willing. He was willing to die in the rain. Good, that good two, good two lump lumps. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm oh, getting up. I get up. I get up. No, can't do this. No, let me get up. No, oh, man. I sit down. Bro. Up. Like, bro, you might want to stay down at this point. Like, yeah, just say it. You were getting slugged at one point, but anyway, go on. Go to your match. <laughs> So my match of the week, I'm going to go back to um, WrestleMania. God dang it. I was trying to find what WrestleMania was. I can't remember. But it was Seth versus Randy Orton, the opener for the WrestleMania outside when when uh, Rusev drove the tank to the ring. Uh, yeah. That RKO out of nowhere right there. Because here's the thing, I went down the RKO out of nowhere uh, rabbit hole this week because um, the RKO he hit on AJ on Monday Night Raw, and I went. Remember when that was a gift when he would just pop up and RKO everybody in the different little YouTube videos and all that. Anywho, I went down that rabbit hole this um, yesterday or today probably while we're recording this, and man, I and I happened to stumble upon that. I had to watch that match again because that was the Steph going for the curb stump and him raising up. And catching stuff mid-air and going into the man, that was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So that was um WrestleMania 31. It was. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one because um yeah, I remember that one because Rusev did an interview about it. You know, it was some action going on in that tank. Oh, word? According to them. The married couple? Yeah. Shout out to them. That's how you do in the it. Tank. That's how you do it. <laughs> in the tank. Can't top that. Nah, can't top going out to WrestleMania in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. So Man. yeah. <laughs> so what is the match actually? <laughs> I don't know what the match is. Seth, it was Seth and um, 
<laughs> Seth and RK, RK, oh my goodness, Seth and Randy Orton, man. So, yeah, Seth and Randy. Yeah. Let me make sure, make sure I got this right. Seth and Randy, Randy and Seth. Yeah. Oh, with Jamie Noble on it, with Jamie Noble with him. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> man, what a time. What a time. And on that note, <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, God. All right, man. Yeah. <laughs> this time, for real, for real, we out this time. We out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>